So to call a movie named Maniac nuts, like literally just to say Maniac is nuts, is kind of maybe too much on the nose. So, or it could be an obvious statement. I don't know. Um, well, this 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 director like made his <clears throat> made his bread and butter off of making movies with the title Maniac in it because there's Maniac, Maniac Cop, hmm. Maniac Cop Two, and then Maniac Cop Three. You sounded like a seen... 1940s newsie trying to sell me a newspaper on the corner right now when you just said Maniac like four times. Which is extra funny because I'm holding like a little notepad that they would have had in their hands or in their hat. <laughs> wow, he's got notes, folks. I actually, I used to have a report like a that style fedora, whatever the fuck oh. that specific type of hat was. Look, we've done seven nights already into Summer Slash, and we're slashing our way through the charts. We love you, fans. You're tuning in with us. Apparently, you love slasher movies. Which is kind of so. weird because we're like an ultra violent society. <laughs> like humans, oh my God. Have, humans have entered like a really uh, savage, techno savage era. Which is funny because like, oh yeah, let's just let's just review a bunch of slasher movies over the summer. Like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. As the whole world, is oh God, and then the world just keeps getting worse. <laughs> I'm like, oh my oh, God. Man. But it's almost like you know. But but then if you talk about escapism, like, all the violence on television is, like, completely fake. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. It's all these videos that are ruining children. Or, or oh, fuck off with that ar- argument. Come the fuck no, no, on. But, There's but, been but, violence but, forever. But I'm saying, but it's a classic argument, right? Like pe- we, like since Atari, like Atari Pong, the kids are playing Pong. They're going to get stoned. Or or like, uh, or like or Super Mario is jumping through tubes on Nintendo. You know, they're not going to get their homework done. Or like, I remember, I think when Doom came out, it was like one of those shoot 'em up games. They're like, oh, that's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, the thing is access. I mean, but the whole thing is, is like, I don't want a government police force like that. That scares me more than than every once in a while having a real life maniac go around and like something terrible happens in society. And then meanwhile, we're watching a bunch of scary movies. But the whole thing is, is like, you know that the person on screen isn't really hacking his way through a bunch of people. And it's right. kind of like it's like metal. It's like listening to metal music. Like I was talking to somebody earlier today, and like uh, they're like a secret metal fan, and I was like, yeah, it's interesting. Like. You know, it's always the quiet ones, David. And then you end, you end up with a movie like Maniac. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let's say I was there's a no, head. There's no, there's no direct correlation. Although, like, Brian Posehn, I really think Brian Posehn might be holding back on some secret rage. You, you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> he's just, like, one of those guys that looks like he's ready to snap internally. But <laughs> I don't even know if he's touring right now. I know he has a podcast and stuff. But, like, he plays D&D on a podcast with with his friends. But... Yeah, I don't know. He's somebody I haven't heard about a lot, or you know, like, or, or I mean, <clears throat> I mean to say lately. Oh, you know, uh, well, I didn't know he, he had a podcast. He was on a show on USA, actually. Um, was he really? Yeah, a show about assassins, which is based on like on a comic book. What the hell was the name of that show? Burn they, Notice. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't no, watch this USA. Is, this is about like uh, this is an ultraviolent comic book adapted. It's about assassins. Like the kids are just like uh, they go to a high school filled with assassins, like a private school. 
And um, the main character gets dumped there after they speculate that he burned down like a foster home, but he didn't actually do it. Some some maniac that he was in the room with did it, and then like that becomes like the, the you know the antagonist of the show or whatever is like he's coming after him for revenge because the main character tried to burn him. You know what I mean? Tried to get rid of that guy. You know. Huh. Um, but whatever. I don't know. I forget what the hell the name of that. Oh, class, class something, class of like something. It's class. It's funny because it seems to borrow a lot from that movie. Like, remember, it was in, was it Class of 1984, that movie? Fuck yeah, I love yeah. that movie. <laughs> so it, it borrows a lot of style from that movie, you know? Um, anyway, huh. but I guess if we're talking about Maniacs, we should really get to what we're talking about. There's a movie in New York in 1980 called Maniac, and it looks like the guy who played the dude w- like worked on the screenplay. Like, he helped work on the story. Yeah, he's like a, I believe he's like a New York character actor. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's he's definitely got like a fucking unique face. Oh, he's great <laughs> in this movie, but you know what's funny? I kind of look like him. He has like my hairline. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I guess I could see that part of it, but I mean, the face structure itself doesn't, I don't see it, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just don't want you to be a maniac. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Because what is his name? Joe is, Spinelli? Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, let me let me look at the. I got it written down. I got it, I got this thing. His name is. Yeah, Joe Spinell, who is playing Frank Zito, and Zito's a callback to the guy Joe Zito who directed this other movie that we watched. The Prowl. <laughs> yeah, The Prowl. I, I I saw that in the credits. So I'm like, isn't that the director of? Or is that the director? But no. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's how they set it up. They wanted to like I don't poke fun of the director's name or and and well and Savini is the connection, right? Because he did, he did you know the makeup makeup effects on both movies. But this is like one of the first entries in like an ultra violent movie, like a hyper like the violence is hyper real, like almost anime style violence. Like it's not very. Right? Well, this is also like. Um... A lot of the slashers we've been watching are like you know based on teenagers and fucking like yeah you want... this is one of the first ones if not the first one of the series we've watched where it's like oh this is gruesome there's not let me be clear it's a good movie I really like this movie but mm. can you call it fun? <laughs> no, but you know what the weird polarization is of this movie? You watch this guy like live two lives and it's a classic study of a. Like what? What these filmmakers are doing is like their version of like the FBI profiler list of like what they think like the mind of a serial killer is like or whatever. Because they got like the BTK killer set up in this movie. Like it feels like that. It's like uh the or the Green River killer or whatever. Like this guy mm-hmm. or even Gacy before they found him. Like when he was just like a traveling salesman. It's like the same thing. It's like he's an everyman during the day and then like and he has and, and in the movie what's unusual is like he actually is main, trying to maintain a relationship with a female unlike unlike the the other people in the other movies like where they they can't even they can't get to that level at all right. um so at the end of this movie spoiler alert cuz generally the killers die but spoiler alert okay <clears throat> you know this, this is pretty good we got to 7 minutes you usually we don't get like get to like maybe 5 and then you get spoiled um, spoiler alert, so skip ahead if you don't want to hear it, or go ahead and, and binge with us on this one. Um, I'm using that term for everything now, it doesn't even, doesn't even really apply, but fuck it, it will change the meaning. Um, or the euphemism, whatever, Apple's gonna cut that out, they're gonna find that F word, it's gonna be dirty dirty. Um, at the end of the movie, you're like sympathetic to when he's get like, when he's like, I don't know what to say. When the killer's getting killed, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to spoil this correctly without like really spoiling it. Um, 
There's a well, psychedelic pro- freakout at the end of the movie, just like we watched a couple other movies, and it's like the victims attack the killer. And, right. Uh, but th- this one's kind of brutal, but for some reason, like, when you watch this one, <laughs> I okay, I say this with a grain of salt. It's just a movie. I wouldn't condone this stuff in real life, obviously, but the movie does its only job, which is to show you the perspective of a character to follow. Granted, they chose somebody who, one, you're either going to despise, or two, you're going you're gonna to pity and think they're a terrible human being, or three, like... Dare I say it? Like, if you're like, what if you fall into the category of like sympathizing with the character? That's the danger of this movie, not not the not the fact that he's going around killing women. But by the end of the movie, you're like, oh, you don't ro- want him to get chopped into pieces. How did that happen? I I don't know if I I, I don't know if I can say that. I'm I'm trying to wrestle with that. I don't know if yeah. I can say I sympathized. I mean, I guess in some sense I could say that to a degree, just because um, he he clearly needs some fucking help. Like, I mean, take the killing aside, <clears throat> he's definitely fucking, or, you know, he's going through some issues, emotional issues. I mean, uh, fill in the blanks through the movie. I mean, they show you he was clearly abused as a child. You see burn marks on him, scars. Hmm. Assuming I'm assuming they're like cigarette or cigar burns or just well, scars from the, you. Uh, that's the danger of these movies is like once you start to sympathize with a ma- with a, with a murderer, right? But, the, but then this, the other thing is, is like, these characters are sympathetic until they cross a line. All these movies, right? Like they right. all have terrible childhoods, and then but then at some point, like they're no longer victims; they're victimizers, right? Right. So, I mean, and he goes. I mean, he goes fucking far. I mean, I I saw recent before I think we even set up the series. I think I saw a video or something where uh, they're talking about like uh, disgusting horror movies or whatever, and this came up, and they said like, you know, it's like if you just if. I, I can't remember how they phrased it, but they're like, it's just the dirtiest, I mean, like, grimiest movie, and you want to take a shower after, and that's kind of appropriate. Well, I mean, it is, it pulls no punches. I want to go back to humanizing the villains, because I was just thinking about this, like, in society, we have this hard time grappling with, like, other humans doing horrible, horrendous things, but then at the end of the day, that was a human that did that, right? So we have, like, these right. archetypes. We have these devilish archetypes where they become monsters in our eyes, right? And, like, they're, like, it's, like, something else. And then we have, like, you know, supernatural superstitions or, like, we could add this mythology behind it or something. But I'm, like, no, that's, like, you could be, like, waiting in line to get a sandwich at Subway and the guy next to you could have ten dead people in his trunk. You, you know, like, you know <laughs> right. or the back of his ice cream truck. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, uh, the Subway killer. <laughs> yeah, the Subway killer. Yeah, the, or the, your sandwich the artist. Sandwich killer. Yeah, I was going to say, like, your sandwich artist. Could be could be a maniac, you know, but but it, then again, like these movies, like clearly define like just criminal insanity, right? Like, right, you you've snapped and you've 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 gone past the line you you can't take back, the murder line. <laughs> like, oh man, well that's like um those Japanese horror movies, right? Like those guinea pig films or whatever, where the filmmaker like made these really ultra violent like. Uh, Oh yeah, those were just basically exercises in showing like, oh, how real can we make this look? Like those, right? But I know what you're talking about. There's then, like no story to them other than yeah, a makeup. It's just gratuitous. But then that director was getting like love letters from a serial killer, and like the the reason Japan found the serial killer was because the director agreed to meet him or something, right? And it was Holy like a, it was like a sting operation. So and who knows, Dave? I mean, we, like we just watched a movie, right? With like technically a stalking serial killer. And who the hell knows? We'll tag this, and th- Google will send this out. It'll be tagged, murder, death, kill, horror movies. 
And who who knows? Maybe the next BTK is listening to you right now. Do you, do you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know? You Blame know? it on the movie itself, not the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How, um, that would be nuts. You're like, so like, so you just like, you know, there's like a the brutal teenage slayings in like the Midwest or something, or or like Ohio or something, and like they're like, you know, why why'd you do it, Steve? And he's just like. Binge Watchers podcast, <laughs> and you're just you're just like oh motherfucker, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> we wanted um, we wanted ratings, but that's not the kind of rating. Then like all the reviews are like five stars. This podcast got somebody to murder. You know you know what I mean? Right. And, like then you go, oh yeah, society really is fucked. We're completely <laughs> detached from each other. Uh, nothing matters, and and but but continue to download our podcast in, in iTunes <laughs> and wherever else it's a, it's available. Like, right. You know, like, uh, I mean, I, I, I will say you for this discussion, David, because I'm talking about sympathizing with a murderer, but that's the entire fucking movie. And so, here, well, and I will, said. I will say, I, I don't know if I fully got sympathetic. I mean, there are moments, but then, like you said, then he'll go do something so heinous, like, okay, well, that went out the window. Um, I get it. I get what it's going for. Um, but I think, I think to the actor's credit, he plays it so creepy that, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't quite totally get on his side although i will say um this has one of the few like regretful or not regretful um this has one of the few like scenes where the killer actually has immediate remorse uh there's a scene where he strangles the um the hooker in the hotel room and then he goes and throws up well i mean he strangles and then scalps her uh but you know he throws up which like shows like he's not totally without uh empathy you know what david you just scared me. Do you know why? Why? Because you're talking. I'm thinking about obsessed fans. And what did we get the other day? Like, we got somebody that wanted us to listen to his, like, the weirdest channel ever on SoundCloud. You remember that? Uh-uh. Like, oh, dude, I sent you a screenshot. The Satan Radio 333 or, what, like, whatever that was. Oh, oh I... Uh, you already forgot that guy? <laughs> did you ever go to the... Did you go to his SoundCloud channel? I don't think I did. I know I didn't. It's pretty scary, actually. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> I might end up on a watch list. Wow. And not uh, not on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, literally, Google has this new index for podcasts, and it's like a podcast with horror movies, a podcast with this. Like, literally, it's pulling audio. I'm pretty sure it's it's its algorithm is now pulling audio out of people's podcasts. So, everything you just said, you're on a list anyway, buddy. You know, you're you're already on a list. Well. Sure, I but I don't want to get on the list of you know, let's of suspects of uh, I don't know, uh, you know, um, yeah. The, um, <laughs> although I want to That's say what going back, should have done to stay in business. They should have just given the government data on what movies people were watching. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this guy, he checked out Maniac. He checked out Maniac Cop. He checked out uh, Bay of Blood. He checked out uh, you know, and just go through, You know what I'm saying? Like. God. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Babe. He likes talking pig movies oh, yeah, and yeah. fucked up. Yeah, Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> you know, like, something like that. Oh, man, they ought to remake that. Where's the next Pippi Longstocking movie, man? I don't know. She's probably due for a remake because, you know, it seems like they cart out everything that's old every so often. Anyway, yeah. I mean, we've been doing Summer Slash all summer, and it's kind of grinding, grinding down. Like, I've been going to the beach a lot. So, I'm like, and here I am listening to podcasts about 
slasher films and like making podcasts about slasher. I, like, uh, it's going to reach the finale, folks, but I know we got a bunch of horror movie fans out there, so we're not going to stop talking about horror movies. Oh, no, this is like, I mean, that's that's one of our, I mean, we have we have white staples. taste. We have white taste, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of our, I don't want to say bread and butter, but that's like what we enjoy quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I would say horror movie, science fiction, and, and like strange late night cartoons are probably top three. Right, which ha- I haven't gotten a chance to yet. Have you seen the new Rocco uh, cartoon no, on Netflix? Did that thing just it just dropped, right? It dropped, it dropped like, without it. Kind of dropped with a th- like just out of nowhere. I remember seeing a trailer, and I fucking my Netflix didn't even. Uh, I forget. I read about it somewhere else. I'm like, why isn't my Netflix offering this to me? Like they clearly have their algorithms fucked up. Of course, I love Rocco. <laughs> so I'll have to watch it. It's like only 45 minutes, so it's like two episodes. Up? You know what's screwed up, and I, th- I was going to mention that at the top of the hour, but I forgot, is um, I can't tell if this guy, like, going back to, like, obsessed fans, I can't tell if this dude, all right, his name is Tim, he's, like, a friend of Nick's, I can't tell if he's, like, our greatest fan or, like, our greatest critic, because he always chimes in on our posts on Facebook and sometimes in the Raised by Television group, right? but, uh, but it's usually generally negative or, like, it's, like, critical of the movie information that we're like putting, it feels out like there. correction a lot of times. Correction, right? So, 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 okay, so then he's just like an uber binge watcher, right? Like clearly, we're engaging him in a conversation he wants to be a part of. He's interested enough to say something, but like tonight, for example, like like about an hour before we did this, po- we got on the air for the podcast. Um, he was talking. I made a uh, we made a post about Peter Cushing, right? And tied mm. it back to our Dracula thing that we did for Hammer Films, right? So, mm. so then he comments on it and he goes, "Oh, you know, Peter Cushing's Doctor Who is not canon." And I go, "What? You don't like alternate or alternate? You don't like alternate timelines? If it's not canon, then it has to exist in a different universe, right?" Mm. And then like he's like, "Oh, well, he was just an Earthling scientist, blah blah blah." No, Peter Cushing played Doctor Who, so he's still a Time Lord, all right? He's he's still part of the whole thing. But obviously, everything that happens in the Peter Cushion movie doesn't affect the TV series. So, if it's not canning, it would have to take place in its own, like, pocket universe, right? Like, the Doctor Who cinematic universe, if you will. The Doctor Who CU. Does that make sense? I'll, I'll have to take your word, because I never watched... I've never seen a single episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> You're fired. I never want to podcast with you ever again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't even I'm hold Hugh that curious. Uh, um, no, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't kill your Raiden's horse, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm riding Dave through the fucking. Now, hey, binge bingers, go binge it. That's the thing about binge watchers. There's so much stuff to binge. We can't binge it yeah. all. Oh, we try. It, I'm reaching like an impossible level. There's so many things I want to go sit down and watch. Like, I have the Defenders of the Earth box set. I haven't got that to that. I have the Prince Valiant cartoon. I still haven't got to that. Um, I'd like to rewatch the Nintendo Power cartoons. Um, what else is going on? I'd like to actually see that crazy, weird movie that you th- you thought of that we never actually got to binge watch, even on the show. It has a weird name, like Vel- wo- Velocal Terminator. Like you came up with some weird movie one time when I was talking about Transfers. You came up with another movie. We never got around to doing that one. Was it Robot Terminator? It might have been Robot Terminator. Yeah, it's not it good. Been. It's it's nuts, but it's not. Like I it's don't not know. Good. Um, 
Didn't they remake? Didn't they remake Maniac though? We should probably mention that. Didn't they remake Maniac with um with um what's his name, the Hobbit? Elijah Wood. Yeah. Which I did see a few. I I saw it when it first came out. In fact, that's the first time I watched um because I I was hearing about that remake. I was like, I kind of want to see that, but I don't feel it's right to watch that and not see the original. And I think I watched them back to back one night, and I think I watched it too late because my memories of Maniac the original were like, eh, it was meh. But this, t- I feel like I, that's happened a couple times during this uh, season where I've rewatched something because it happened with pieces. Where I'm like, okay, I clearly didn't watch it the right way, or I was too tired or something. But you know what has the tone of like ma- this Maniac movie? Now that I think about it, like this janitor film that I pitched yeah. to you, and that like this janitor thing, right? This um, we have a slasher film, folks, that like is about these late night janitors. But the tone of that movie is very similar to the tone of this Maniac movie. You know what I mean? I watch this and go, "Oh man!" Like I, I see things, you know. That, well, this that... this movie is just dirty. I mean, it, <clears throat> in the best way. I mean, it feels like this is New York. Um, clearly, I, I've I've only been to New York once, and it's not like you know I've done the whole city. But like, this feels like so different from the New York I got to see. Like it's just worlds apart. Oh, I see. Like Forty Second Street in here feels like there's just dirt and grime everywhere, and now it feels like Disneyland. Um, <laughs> What do you think so, is I mean, dirtier? Do you think New York City or Jersey? Like the whole I, state I, of Jersey. I can't say. I've never been to Jersey, so. I tried their peaches recently. They were on sale at a store. I didn't even know New Jersey had peaches, first of all. Like, all of a sudden, New Jersey just started growing peaches. Like, when the hell <laughs> did that happen? They're not known for peaches. You know, you know what I mean? Or or does, like, Georgia just have a stranglehold on the peach market? And then all of a sudden, Jersey's like, no, we're going we're gonna to make a little inroad. <laughs> Jersey um, okay. peaches. Sure. They're terrible, by the way. Sorry, New Jersey. It's all right, though. I don't think we have any clusters of audience people in New Jersey, as far as I know. But if if we do, we love you. We love oh, you. No, I was anyway. about to say we just lost them, but but okay. Oh wow. Um, Dave was talking about Maniac Cop. That's also could have easily been on this list, except for it's more supernatural, so maybe not. But I've noticed like these movies are so similar. Like all these movies coming out at this time are so like we've said it a couple times now on a like literally the last two episodes and it might sound like a just a, a record on repeat by now but it's like mommy issues uh traumatic childhoods teenagers who shouldn't be where they're going um, right clueless young people that don't take danger seriously don't know what's happening um, right and the next element is like uh oh man i'm losing my train of thought already <laughs> sorry well this uh, one this one breaks a couple of those molds there's like no teenagers at all in this which that's yeah. fine there's no event that happened 30 years before where they want to party, but there is mommy issues. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. Um, you know what? A secret, <clears throat> a secret theme between, or not theme, but like secret connection between uh, quite a few of these movies too is actually Tom Savini. Uh, Tom yeah. Savini's done the makeup effects for this. And he's also acts in this, uh, but he's done the effects for this, The Prowler, um, uh, The Burning. I want to say one other one we've watched so far. Um, and I think he might be showing up again in the future, but you know, we'll talk more about that when that time comes. Sure. Um, um, I, I was going to say, I love maniac cop and, and I think there's three movies. That'd be cool to talk about that. We, I don't even know if we've talked, we might've talked about that before. I don't think, well, at least I haven't. I mean, if it was I mean, a Nick episode, but yeah, um, uh, well, I've never I mean, actually, after watching this, I'm like, mm, maybe I want to go watch those. Um, in fact, um, you know, we, we advertise Pluto a lot. I'm um, excuse me. Um, to be a lot um although this wasn't on there 
But then I decided after I watched Maniac, um, I was just uh, farting around on Pluto TV, and Maniac Cop Two was on. Yeah. <laughs> of all things. Yeah. Um, so. But like one of those movies has uh, Bruce Campbell, and then but I think then the they, first but, two do. Yeah, but but then they waste him on the in this in the second. It was either the beginning of part two or part three. He's dead immediately. So he's almost like the hero in one of them, and then all, and then he's gone. It's like what? they pull Terminator Two, make him the, the hero all of a sudden. Oh, oh man. Okay, I'm about to drop a big giant spoiler for the new Terminator. So if folks, if you're like Terminator, wait, fans, wait, I don't, I don't, I don't know this. Well, don't spoil. Don't, why? If you don't want to know this, then I, I don't know. I don't like. Don't listen to like the last two minutes of the show. Um, they released like a new behind the scenes slash featurette trailer or whatever for Dark Fate. And and uh, we all know that Arnold's supposed to be a human in this movie, right? Yeah. Well, at least at least that's what I'm assuming because he's aged. I saw him I mean, in Terminator that... makeup. Saw him in Terminator makeup. So maybe that's like a... his face was peeled back. He's a Terminator. could be like a, uh, a a dream sequence or something, or I don't know. No, he was fighting the new T1000 dude or whatever the T8000, whatever the fuck they call this new one, three thousand. But know. I. But I mean the the part where he's uh he's old and old or old and aged um that yeah, could be yeah he is old and aged but they're doing that new thing with the aged Terminator I feel like Cameron is still borrowing the best elements from the last sequel that everybody supposedly hates you know ah uh, well I yeah I'm amongst them or actually I don't there was a I don't nanobite, remember, I don't remember a... the last one per se being bad All I just right. remember it being really forgettable well John Connor turns into a Terminator in that one and then like. Um, he's like a nanobite terminator that's broken up in these little pieces, and in this new one, it's the same thing. The guy can produce an exoskeleton, but also still be made out of nanobites or whatever. And then like, uh, there's an aged terminator, right? There's an older version of the terminator that's kicking around helping the humans. And uh, you know, I thought Dark Fate was gonna be like the guy that inspired all these terminators somehow and had some connection to the Connors, you know, like, um. A be- Here's where my mind is going with my imagination. I thought he'd like have like a romance and actually be like a stepdad to Connor or something, you know? Like he'd be hooking up with the mom. He'd be, he'd be like Sarah's husband or whatever that they talk about in Mexico or something. But um, right. then there's another girl who's like a hero. Who, we have no idea who she is, how she fits into the story. But I read that. Uh, I read that. I read that Furlong is back. Yeah, he. But he even said in an interview he's not in there that long, but he is in it. Yeah. Um, and that girl actually the that. I don't I don't know the story yet because all I've seen are teasers. Uh, I didn't see the uh, preview or, or the um, behind the scenes you're talking about, but uh, that's fucking Mackenzie Davis. She's a good little actress. Um, she did a great show called Halt and Catch Fire, which was not a big ratings hit, but like a kind of a cult TV show because it picked up steam after a while. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love everything Terminator. I just want it to be a good story. That's all. I just you know uh, Salvation. Um, you know, it's funny. Is I'm a defender or are an apologist for Terminator three. Is it as good as two? Absolutely. But if you take it on its own terms, I think it's a fucking fun movie. Well, um, you forgot to say absolutely not. I think you were trying to say that it's not as good as T two, but it's still a good movie. No, no. Yes. You no, know, it is not as good as T two, but if you take it on its own merits, I think it's a fun movie. Huh. Um, I think, I mean, I'm an, I'm an apologist for number three. I know I'm in the minority, but, uh, salvation sucked. I'm sorry. It was too serious. It was too self serious and boring. Uh, and Terminator Genesis, I don't think was per se bad. It's just very forgettable. <laughs> I couldn't tell you much about it except there was a Asian American Terminator that like 
not only oh and look out for iPhones. Your iPhone is what's going <laughs> for you. Is, is that? I don't know. That's that, that's that whole movie. No, really, seriously. They launch an iPhone well, in that movie, and it's Skynet, and it's gonna kill you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> right. But you know what well, that... you can get on your iPhone, David? What's that? You can download all the latest episodes of Binge Watchers Podcast. Yeah, you can on any of your podcatchers, as they call them. Yeah. Um, My The one I personally use is uh, Podcast Addict, but there are many others. Oh, man, I like CastBox. I'm on CastBox all the time. Well, Spotify does it now, too, but, like... I don't know. I need a separate. I need a separate app for my uh, podcast and my music. I don't know why I'm wacky like that. Spotify has this new thing called Stations. I don't know if you played around with that, but that, there's, that's like a, almost like a competition with like iHeartRadio or something. Well, I think. Well, I, I haven't played with this new thing, but I mean, they've always had some kind of form of that. Because if I type in like '80s music, it'll be like you know, here's '80s radio, or I don't know. <laughs> what's What's that movie? Kung Fu Survivor or something? What's What is that movie? And there's like a song. And it's got uh, Hasselhoff. You guys, it, people look that up. Just look up uh, True. Oh, True Survivor. Everybody, um, if you're not gonna watch any of the summer slash movies that we're talking about, go in and look up a song or play it on Spotify. Whatever, whatever your music player is of choice. That's after you listen to like three more episodes of our show. Then go listen to a, uh, a song called True Survivor, which features uh, David Hasselhoff. You'll, <laughs> you'll be truly in the '80s groove at that point. 